Thank you for listening to the Maranatha Free Lutheran Church Sermon Archive. It's our hope that this message would encourage you in your faith and would help you to get to know God's love, grace, and mercy in a personal way. If you have any questions on the sermon or would like to know more about Maranatha, please visit us on the web at maranathafreelutheran.com or call our church office at 218-498-2808. Thank you, and may God bless. Thanks, Chad. I told Chad I was going to hide, so he was going to be up here all awkward by himself with nothing, nothing to go to. So it's, it's kind of fun, and I'm happy to have this opportunity to share with you tonight. Um, it's been a few years since I've had taken the opportunity. Um, it took me a couple of years to recover from the, the last time. Uh, it was day two of the great two-week lockdown. And we came in to do our first YouTube post, and Pastor Ryan was in the sound booth, and Pastor Lloyd was in the empty pew right there. He's shifted on me, so I don't know what to do with myself. Um, and, you know, it's kind of refreshing to have people to talk to instead of just two pastors. <laughs> so it's, it's a, a much better opportunity, I think. So uh, many of you know that... Myself and my family, we really enjoy going on road trips and finding new adventures. I'm always curious to what's over the next hill. And a few years ago, we went to Yellowstone National Park. And our first full day, we did a hike to the top of Avalanche Peak. All six of us got to the top. It's considered a pretty challenging hike in the park. It's five miles round trip and 2,100 feet of elevation gain. When we got to the top, it was all fogged in, and we couldn't see the next peak at all. So we continued back down the mountain. The next day, Isabel, my oldest daughter, and I felt we needed to see the top without the fog. The other four didn't find it as a need like the two of us. So we told Jill to pick us up in four hours at the trailhead. The two of us made good time heading up the trail. It was steep and narrow in places, and big drop-offs, but it was easy to identify the path to follow. We got to the top and it was clear. We could see the Tetons 40 miles to the south and all of Yellowstone Lake and all the peaks around. We overheard a guide the day before saying most people do this as an out and back hike like we did that day, the first day. But there's a less traveled, less traveled trail that followed the whole ridge line and brings you back to the trail down below the upper bowl. And you can guess what the two of us felt was a good idea. Yep, we set off down the narrow, unmarked trail through the shale loose rock. It was amazing. All alone was just the two of us, and we made it to the second peak. At the second peak, the trail ended, and you had to backtrack to get back on the trail to lead you around to the other side. But Dad, in his wisdom, felt taking his own way would be smarter and faster. So we descended straight down the side of the mountain, which was all shale rock, to the path that I knew was just below us. Well, we got to a large meadow and a 500-foot cliff, but no path. So we wandered around for a while, and we found it a few different times. But it just led us the wrong way. We actually left the National Park and got onto the Shoshone National Wildlife Area, which we learned actually locks out your cameras on your phone. 
because it, it notifies you that it's against the law to film in that area. So phones are really useful too. But as you can tell, we're both here today. We finally found our way back and descended the mountain and found the rest of our family. Please join me in prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to gather as and worship you, Lord. We pray that you open our hearts and our minds to your word and how it works in our lives and that we follow your ways that you have for us. Amen. So the past month we've been looking at I am claims. We started Lent looking at John 8, 58, before Abraham was born, I am. The next week, Pastor Nick spoke on John 8, 7, and 11, I am the light of the world. Last week, Corey Trick shared on John 11, 25, I am the resurrection and the life. Tonight, we're going to look at John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am is a strong statement. We often don't use I am before a statement unless we have great confidence that it is fact. When I introduce myself, I often say, I am Charlie Toms, because I'm pretty sure that is a fact. With Jesus using I am, he is stating facts. Jesus, in all these statements, is making a decree, I am the way. He's not saying I am a way or a good idea to think about. It is a strong statement of truth. I am the light, I am the resurrection, the life, and I am the way and the truth. Tonight we're going to look at John 14.6. We'll start actually reading 5 and go through 7. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How could we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. For now on, you do know him and have seen him. So the first I am of this, of tonight, is I am the way. I am the way to what? The way to live our life, the way to everlasting life, the, the way Jesus the way Jesus made for us, the way to be a parent, a child, a neighbor, a boss. The Lord has given us many instructions in the Bible of the way. My first thought reading John 14, 6 is the way to salvation. Jesus has paid our way by being the light unto our path and with his death and resurrection. In Matthew 7, 13, 14, enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide, and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow, and the way is hard that leads to life. And those who find it are few. As I talked about earlier, I have discovered that, for me, the best way is not always the way I try first. The results are not always the best. You may be on the side of a mountain, wandering around the wilderness, looking for the way. Only you think you've found the way. And again, just to find out it was the wrong path and further away from the true way. If you keep seeking to find the path, and the Lord will lead you home no matter how lost you are. No matter how defeated you are, the way is there for all. Luke 19.10 
For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. The second I am is I am the truth. The options I see them are quite clear. Option one is that of coming to some set of truths independent from biblical truths upon which you will build your life. There are many competing truth systems that want your attention. Each of these have some something quite creative and helpful as long as you don't absolute them. It's at the moment in which you look at the truth, it falls apart to the errors in those systems. Option two is that you of coming to see that God is true. As truth contrasts with falsehood and error, when we ask for the truth, we need to learn no more than the truth as it is in Jesus. He is also the truth as truth contrasts with the dishonesty and deceit. He is as true as truth itself. In John 18, 37, then Pilate said to him, so you, so, excuse me, so you are a king. Jesus answered, You say that I am a king for the purpose I was born and for this purpose I have come into the world, to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. I have made my choice. I will trust Jesus to be the truth. In Proverbs 23, buy the truth and do not sell it. Get wisdom and discipline and understanding. He is the one who tells me where I came from, why I'm here, where I'm going, and how I can live the most creative existence in the now. He gives me his handbook for living, the Bible, to alert me to the right and wrong, the best ways of handling situations and relating to myself and others and to him. The third statement of I am the life. Corey talked about I am the life last week. There's life everlasting through the death and resurrection of Jesus, and there's our time on earth. Jesus' life, death, and resurrection equips us for life beyond our human existence. This is what makes a memorial service for one who dies in Christ a joyous occasion. Yes, there are tears for ourselves and those of us who remain. It is at that point that the resurrection message impacts us in all of its promises. We realize life does not end with death. As Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 15, 6 through 23, or 16 through 23, For if the dead are not raised, not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile, and you are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep, Christ have perished. If in Christ we have hope, in his life only, we are of all people most to be pitied. But if, but in fact Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For as by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For all as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall be made alive, but each in his own order. Christ the first fruits, then it is coming those who belong to Christ. He has equipped us for eternity. 
he has prepared a place for us. He will take us to be with him in everlasting life. Life in heaven with Jesus is a perfect life. Hebrews 10.20 By the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is through his flesh, there is truth and life along the way as, as well as it is destruction and the end. He is the true way to life. Other ways may seem right, but the end of them is always death.